So hello my friends, Devon Lennox here, Photography PX. In today's video, I want to do my six month follow-up and long-term owner's review of the Sony ZV-1, which I have right here. In this particular video, I'm gonna discuss the shooting experience, some pros and cons, things that I found that I did not originally find during our initial review, which by the way, if you wanna see our full hands-on detailed comprehensive review of the Sony ZV-1, you can see that link in the description down below. That will give you more insight on the competitors for this particular camera, where it sits in the market, its price point, and how it competes relative to other similarly priced and specified cameras. But with that out of the way, let's actually talk about more of the long-term ownership and my perspective on the camera. So I am a photographer by trade. Uh, I do shoot fashion and beauty and going in using the Sony ZV-1, it's oriented towards vloggers. So I, I do wanna preface this particular ownership and long-term review uh, with that in mind. Uh, you know, I am not a vlogger by trade, I'm a photographer uh, and I shoot fashion. That's what I, what, that's what I have originally been doing. Uh, we shoot a lot of other things now here on Photography PX, like travel and landscape, which has given me the opportunity to test the Sony ZV-1 in a variety of different mediums from shooting fashion, portraits, beauty, that kind of thing, to food, travel, uh, lifestyle, landscape, street. And we've done all of those things with Sony ZV-1. So we've had a very comprehensive time shooting with this particular camera. And we've also done a lot of videos on it as well, which you may have not seen or known. But if you do wanna see a video example of this camera in action, check out our Fujifilm X-T200 hands-on in-depth review, which is also gonna be linked in the description down below. That video was shot entirely using the Sony CV-1 with the standard picture profile. But uh, with that out of the way, let's talk about more specifically the pros of the Sony CV-1. I've had this camera now for six months. I initially pre-ordered the camera when it first came out. We were totally excited about using this camera uh, for vloggers and just the aspect of having a one-inch censored camera. And that was exciting. And you know, we're not vloggers, so we haven't used this camera specifically in the market and in the way that Sony's originally oriented this camera. Um, but I do want to give a more comprehensive view on what it can do. I can confidently say that this is an excellent camera for YouTube. I can definitely confidently say this is an excellent travel camera with some caveats, but ultimately it is excellent for those two particular mediums. If you're looking for a compact premium, for the most part, traveling camera or a all-in-one YouTube camera, this is definitely a camera to consider. It is absolutely excellent for those mediums. But I do want to also talk about some of the cons that I've found long-term with the ZV-1 that we didn't necessarily cover to a large extent in the full hands-on review. I did mention it, but uh, it's more of an issue long-term. So the first and foremost issue that I've, I've definitely seen is the lack of an electronic viewfinder. Uh, instead, you're gonna rely on the rear LCD, the fully articulating LCD. The lacking viewfinder is really an issue if you're a photographer. Now, if you're a videographer and you are a casual photographer that doesn't really shoot a lot of photos, this may not be a deal breaker or problematic to you, but if you are a photographer first and a videographer second, uh, this could be a potential deal breaker. Uh, the main reason why a lacking of viewfinder, whether it be EVF in this case or an optical viewfinder if this was a DSLR, but the lacking optical or electronic viewfinder becomes an issue because it disconnects you from the photography experience, meaning that you're not engaged with that moment. Your focus is not highly attuned to that moment. Instead, you're looking at the rear screen 
and then all of the surroundings around the camera as you're focusing and you're composing. And as a photographer, um, I would definitely encourage that if you really care about the shooting experience and the engagement to the moment, uh, that you do look for a camera that has a, a viewfinder, whether it be optical or electronic viewfinder, or you can get a camera that can you can attach uh, an EVF th through the hot shoe um, as an external accessory, which might be pricey, it might be kind of bulky, but uh, having that kind of attachment does really engage you with the shooting process. So for me, like ultimately as a photographer, the RX100 would be a better camera for what we really do than the ZV-1 per se, but the ZV-1 does have the best autofocusing technology outside of the new A9 Mark III um, that will be coming out, the A7S III, the A7R IV, and the A7 IV. So outside of these, these other flagship cameras in Sony's lineup, uh, the ZV-1 does have the best autofocusing system. Another thing that you'll want to consider with this bigger camera if you're using this and other premium compacts, uh, one-inch sensors or APS-C cameras that fall into this kind of category, is the fact that there's gonna be a lack of ergonomics. Uh, when you have a basically pocketable camera, one of the trade-offs is, is form factor and size, and with that, ergonomics are gonna be something that are gonna be huge considerations. Now, I do know that there are some accessories that recently have come out that you can actually put a hand grip onto this particular product, which is fantastic. I'll probably be picking that up if we continue to uh, keep the ZV-1 for a long-term period. Uh, but it is something to consider. And this was something I was definitely uh, cognizant of going into buying the ZB-1. I knew the ergonomics were ultimately one of its main disadvantages. Uh, that was something I specifically wrote about in our review. And well, you know, I, I knew that going in. So, <laughs> but in practice, it's just, it's unfortunate. You know, um, you're just always in a situation when you're shooting, especially if you're shooting and you're taking photos, not necessarily doing video and this is on a gimbal or it's in some kind of rig or it's on a nice steady video tripod. Uh, but if you're shooting, uh, particularly when you're not using the articulated display, you just have it on the back of the camera, uh, you're never really in a point where it particularly feels totally secure. And you just, especially if you're shooting in this orientation, you have to kind of just put another hand on there and you got to really hold it. If not, you always just, in, in, in the material, uh, it's it's just a little bit slippery. So it, I've just never felt particularly confident about shooting, especially low angle. I always feel like I'm gonna drop the camera. That's something to consider if you're, if you're a person with larger hands, uh, inevitably you're gonna find this camera kind of uncomfortable and difficult to shoot and take photographs with. May not be an issue if you're doing video. Again, if you're using a, a gimbal or using some, some kind of stabilized rig um, or you have it on a video tripod, it's really kind of irrelevant at that point. You can just kind of just have it there and it's nice and compact and easy to use. So for, for video, it's not really the lacking ergonomics or you, if you have this on the VBT 2BG, uh, GBT, uh, that very complicated <laughs> named uh, vlogger grip that Sony released last year. If you have it on that, well, it's it's nice that it's lightweight and it's compact, it's not bulky. Um, but for photography, uh, definitely I will say this could easily be a deal breaker and maybe one of the biggest things that you ultimately find as a drawback to this camera. Um, but those are the two major findings that I've, I've found with the Sony ZV-1. Um, I've taken a lot of photos, uh, thousands and thousands of photos on this camera across a variety of different mediums, uh, both studio, uh, outside of the studio. Uh, I've done products, I've done um, I've done people, I've done landscapes, I've done street, I've done nighttime. Um, I've shot a variety of different mediums with the Sony ZB-1 and I, I can confirm that it's an excellent camera. Um, it's a powerful contender if you're looking for a all-in-one premium compact 
for the most part. Um, one in censored do-it-all camera, honestly. I mean, for as a hybrid, it works really well for photos and videos, as long as you keep in those two factors in mind beforehand. But there you have it, my friends. There is our six months hands-on updated review of the Sony ZV-1 and the main considerations that you'll want to factor into your decision-making process if you're looking at this camera for more of a long-term kind of a device. If you've been comments, questions, or concerns, or feel like I've overlooked something during the course of this video, please let me know in the comments in the description box down below. Also, while you're down in the description box down below, we've released a new brand called pxpresets.com, which is a brand specifically geared towards Lightroom presets at the moment until we do other presets, but Lightroom desktop and mobile presets for Mac, Windows, iOS, and Android devices. If you're in the market for some high quality and also free in some cases, Lightroom presets to upgrade your photography, your imaging, and your content to the next level, please check out that link in that website in the description box down below as well, since you're already gonna be down there. I've been your host, Devon Lennox, PhotographyPX.com. I will see you, my friends, in the next video.